Welcome to Bonehead. Screw you. It's episode 50. Oh my God. We made it. To what? 50. So glad we made it. So for this episode, we're doing something different. What we did was we went out on the Twitter spheres, the Facebookers, the Instagrammers, the uh, tweeters, tweeters, <laughs> Twitter, the NRAs, <laughs> the NRAs, and we said, "Hey, what questions would you like to ask the Bonehead Crew and find out those answers?" And today we're going to answer all two of those questions. <laughs> and some of you actually sent in questions this time, which is both amazing and sad. It's kind of <laughs> sad, a little sad. Do How many questions do we have, Haley? Fourteen. That's it? Four of those came from my family, so ten. Oy. God, she has a way of castrating me from across the room. Just like that stockyard. <laughs> Only they didn't do it from across the room. Joe's ego went down to a 3X. <laughs> hey. <laughs> it's a fat joke. This camera, I'm, I look a little yellow. It's Chad's new camera. Sorosa oh, liver is a terrible oh thing. It's, he'll do anything to get a guest spot on The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. So, so guess who ain't making it to episode 60? <laughs> In life? <laughs> and on Bonehead? Yes. All right, so shall we go ahead and get started? Should we should we film part of the Joe In Memoriam episode with Joe here? That way he's kind of yeah. involved. Go ahead and get in a whole other dirt on you. Why is it always me? Why can't one of you two bastards go first? I mean, statistically speaking, there's a good chance, but still. Why do I have to be the one? Well, you're the one that people would actually watch the memorial for. He was not going to say that. He was like, well, you're the fat one. People make stereotypical judgments. Well, I wasn't going to say that tons of fun. I honestly wasn't. <laughs> but if you're going to bring it up, let's go through it. All right. Question. Have you seen the shit growing out the top of his head? You have no idea. I don't know. Some sort of tumor. I thought that was a tree truck in the back. By the way, for the listeners case. of the show and not the viewers, I am looking in confusion. Which is no Which different. Is nothing so different. why would you tell them? That was basically a waste of your time basket case there's that ego back up to that 5x <laughs> the ego has landed <sighs> question one yeah question one what's the first question okay our first question comes from howard nash holy Who? crap oh God. i pissed him off on facebook he was the first person to send a question really who He's... came up with the idea for the show and who came up with the name everybody actually we bought it off a hobo that we hit in the head with a hammer and, and then took our money back and blamed the hillbilly. <laughs> Look that up. Google it. <laughs> Google it from about 13 years, years ago. ago. Yeah. He's dead now. Um, I, I, the history? Do you guys want to start? Yeah, you want well, me to start? I, mean, you, I, I was not there at the very beginning. What happened was, I'll give you the brief of the show. Oh, well, hold on. Let's go back to the very beginning. In the beginning, it was dark. And then God said... Let there be light. And then there was a bunch of mistakes made over time, and then we were bored. Go ahead. Yeah, look at him preaching his evil evolution. Anyway, what happened was, should I, you want to start with the actual origin of the name, or do you want to start with the origin of the actual podcast or show? I guess start with the name. Well, the name was Chad. Yeah. Chad came up with the name. So uh, The name, and the name, I used it on a TV show I did in college. 
It was um, actually my niece called me. I, she called me Bonehead when she was little, so that's where it came. from. I didn't know that's where it came from. No, oh, I'm sorry. She, I called her. No, wait, hold on. No, I called, no, no. I Alzheimer's. Hit fifty. I, I said it wrong. Early onset. Julianne no, Moore did a movie about bon, that. I called her Bonehead, and she called me Stinkface. That's what it was. So. And nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Your face still stinks. So yeah, so that's where the name came from. And then me and you worked on that show together. Can we call you Stinkface now? No. I'm going to call you Stinkface. <laughs> it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Well, what happened was is Chad and I were friends in college. Chad and I were each other's longest relationship of someone we're not yep. right related yep, yep. to. Yep, yep. So we, uh, we did a short film, a couple of short films together. And when we were in college together, Chad worked on a project. Of, he did his own TV show, which was a sketch comedy show, which is actually what this was <clears throat> originally what I wanted to do. Well, we'd, we've written several dozen sketches for yeah. this actually and if Adult Swim or anybody would like to you know pay us pay it well actually we will shoot that a pilot for free for free and then if you're interested we will replace Robot Chicken and I guarantee you are cheaper than Seth Green I don't know what he makes but we either. have to be cheaper how did that plea on Twitter go to, for them to hire us James I keep doing it eventually <laughs> But, Much like with my wife, eventually they'll just crack and go, fine, fine. You know, James, I found out something. If you have to plead and bargain, she's not in the mood. <laughs> so, and back to what I was about to say. Yeah. We did the show. We, you were pretty happy with it. I'm in several of the sketches. Mm -hmm. uh, it got broadcasted on Moorhead's campus. Yep. For a short time period, I don't know if you remember this or not, I would walk across campus and have things scream, screamed at me. No, I didn't know that. You didn't know about the JoJo that, Joe that, thing? That no. happened even when I first they, started. And it, it kept going, and they they repeated it a couple of times. And it uh, somebody recorded it, and it went around Regents Hall for a while. And I don't know about you. But I, yeah. didn't know it got, I never even knew it got repeated. I, you didn't know that? Nope. Yep. So <clears> it actually got seen. Never I, did get those res residual checks. No, you didn't. Damn it. I don't know how it got repeated, but I'm I'm positive. I'm almost positive, James. Am I right that somebody had recorded it? Yes. And and showed it around. So I don't know. I think that's how I saw it because I saw it uh, on VHS. I think. Well, that was that. You probably saw it when they showed it at a staff meeting one time. They showed it at a staff meeting for the hall directors. But anyway, so how did I that, just walked into it? Too. How did that blow up into the podcast? Well, for years we've made short films. The three of us became lifelong friends mm -hmm. because obviously one of you is about to die. Sorry, Joe. And um, then we brought Haley into it. I don't know. We 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 had a really we were we did a really sizable short film called The Third Degree before this, mm -hmm. and it was not overly successful. No. <laughs> Uh, we did, well, uh, Third Degree. And, and The Third Degree was our, our shot of trying to make it more mainstream. Yeah. Do you remember that conversation? Mm -hmm. Oh, let's make not make it. I remember saying, I just thought make it so artsy. Turns out, no matter, even when we try, it was still weird as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, I'm sure future generations will find that and look back and, and, and mock us it. as artists. They will not do they that. They will not. No, no, no. Um... And but we've been bugged. You wanted to do one for a while, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, Christy had mentioned it to me several times. I don't know why I was so long getting on board. Well, we did the third degree, and then we we took another swing with Murder Virgin. Murder Virgin, which you can watch on our YouTube channel. Yeah, that's um, what I actually I said. Third degree. I meant to say Murder no, Virgin was our main. With our more try. quote unquote, we're going to try to do something serious, and nobody cared. It failed. No, no. Um, <laughs> 
Sorry. And uh, we have one good contest where we came yeah. in fourth online, right? Yeah. Where where and I the two of them that beat us, we deserve to be beaten. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, there was that one. Though, that third always oh, a pos. Um, but then yeah, then we did Murder Virgin and went back to comedy. Um, and it's, <laughs> nobody left. Well, no, you know what? It's been seen though. I looked it up because it's still posted on. We have it on YouTube. It's on our YouTube. Channel. But it's also still on the contest page, and it's up to almost a thousand views, and people like it and all that stuff. But people still won't rate it on the IMDb where you can find it. Murder Virgin, look it up and rate it. And so that didn't get us anywhere. Right? So we were over a year finishing Murder Virgin. It took a long time. It got bigger than what we planned, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Because it was about a we fat... We can film ma- this in about three weeks. We was film this in a few weeks and we'll be done. It'll be smaller and it, like everything else we do, we just kept building and building and building. Mm-hmm. And by the time we put an axe in his chest and did all that practical effects and some of it actually, I still stand by. came out really good. Christy Lewis did a really good job with some of that. Mm-hmm. So... It was where well, we need to do something you know what, different well, that would be a little better, easier. Though, is if we really could have done it the correct way, if John would have agreed to go method and let me actually put an, an axe in his chest. But John, yeah. sorry, you won't go method. You I feel like in. this is getting boring. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Ready for the next question? no, no. Then we, I knew Haley, and what it was is we all have jobs. So it was we wanted to do the show, but nobody really wanted to edit and put it together, and we brought in Haley to do all the hard work. And she's done amazing. And she's done an amazing job. And I just wanted to give you due that. We, but it became a podcast because we couldn't. I mean, and we we had no and Jane and Chad's right. There wasn't a huge intention about doing a video show. We just recorded it f- just so we could record it, and then we went ahead and put it out, right? And then people liked it. And, and if you pay us enough money, there's a lost episode of the original. <laughs> God, I don't even remember. Oh, right. yeah. I have it. So what's the next question? Patreon. You can sign up and maybe we'll send yeah. it out. Maybe that'll be... The, lost ep- the actual original first, first pilot episode. episode. But yeah, so it led to the podcast because uh, nobody will pay us to do the movies. Pay us to do the movies. We'll stop doing the podcast and make some films. And we do the sketches, too. Yeah. Okay, you were supposed to guess who this question came in from. How many times have the Boneheads ended up in bed together? Good God. We've been in a hotel room a lot together. Yeah. yeah, so more than once. I mean, not are they? Do they now? I've got. I'm not going to guess. This, who this I'm, came I, 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 I already know, know who did it. Chat. I already know who did it. I must it. have a guess. Is this Santiago? No. Who's no. your guess? Ken Boggle. Oh yeah. Oh, is it Boggle? Yeah, Boggle. I was going to say Boggle was my Boggle. guess. Um, so, do, Ken, do you meet? And Ken is one of our favorite people uh, in and off of the show. Correct. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So Ken, do you mean like in a sex kind of thing, or just us hanging around in bed? Enjoying each other's company. <laughs> can, I, can I tell a story about not being in bed together? Yes. But I, me sleeping on a mattress or yeah. on an inflatable mattress. Oh my God, floor. I don't know where this is going. Um, and, 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 uh, all three of us sharing a hotel room, a hotel which we've room. done more than once. Um, and I was on because the, we're cheap. Yeah. <laughs> because nobody pays for this stuff. And none of us will um, sleep in the same bed. So. Thus, the inflatable mattress. And we moved that one hotel bed, which was anchored to the floor, and we still moved it. Anyway, um, but the story about this, one of my favorite stories, uh, we were in uh, North Carolina? North Carolina. And um, yeah, I think it was Chad had been conned into, I won't go into the full dirty details, but suffice to say that um, one of our good friends had bought some dehydrated fish. (laughs) Um, 
you could call them anchovy like little jerky minnows. Little yeah. minnows. They looked like little dehydrated minnows because that's what they were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With and, heads and everything, right? Yes. Yep. And Chad had been conned into eating these. Uh, and I don't also, think it was conned. It was Chad eat these. I said, okay. Well, and, and then, Chad may may not have been in his right mind. Well, now the other side of that is, of course, I think he would have done this over. He didn't eat were put down the back of his shirt, down the back of his pants. There's a long history to that as well. Anyway, suffice to say, those didn't set well with Chad. <laughs> and about 4, 3.30, 4 a.m. in the morning, I'm on a mattress in the floor. <laughs> and Chad comes and out of the restroom. Yeah. Um, and I've never thought death had came for me so directly. <laughs> um, and I just want to say, I just want to say that fish heads um, don't digest <laughs> at all. So... They also don't flush well. And the point being that I actually got to scream out the line going, oh my goodness. And then I just kept going. And finally, I just said, I think some of them are even saying something anti-Semitic. And that's a story because I literally was three and I couldn't stop laughing because I I can't tell you too much else about that trip, but I will never forget that part. Now, yeah, all of us laughing at 3.30 a.m. in a, a red roof inn in either Hickory or Statesville, North Carolina. Yeah. So there you yeah. go, Ken Boggle. You didn't, you, you asked that question, you got a poop story. Congratulations. I, well, it involves Chad, so, but, but we were not technically in the same bed, but it was, it was probably the. <laughs> I'm sure the, we've all been in the same it, bed. It was probably the most, quote unquote, intimate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because there were things that I saw that night that I can't unsee. Oh, oh, woo. All right, Haley, third question. Okay, let's move on. All right. This question comes from Ken Kirk. Oh, really? Cool. Yes. If you could work for any movie studio, money and location not being a factor. Movie movie studio? Yes. Okay. What studio would it be and why? I would have worked for the, I would have worked for New Line Cinema in the late 80s, early 90s. Ooh, that's a good one. I got another. I'm going to go more modern. Because I'm going to say I'm, I'm going to say Warner Brothers, so I could get them to do something correct with their properties. Oh man, I don't know. It's I I really would want to work someplace where the, the inmates are running the asylum. That's the reason why I picked that. Yeah, As yeah a, it would have been low budget. It would have been uh, it, it, either like, that or Corman. Corman uh, in the seventies. I was going to say modern version. Yeah. You would probably want to. We'd probably say Blue Mouse. Yeah, I'd work for Blumhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, something low budget where I, where the inmate, where I got to do something batshit nuts. And I agree. Yeah. That's something that, genre. I would have. That's and, actually, and then I would have put all my shit underneath it yeah. with, with breasts and blood. And that's my real answer. But I still want to say Warner Brothers because Warner Brothers has all the most amazing properties in the world. They own Looney Tunes. They own DC Comics. Disney owns the most amazing properties. In the world. No, Looney Tunes, DC Comics. Hold on. Let, let me make sure we always get more mail from now on. So you really hate Star Wars that much, Chad? About Looney Marvel. Tunes, DC Comics. I think Marvel's better than DC. They seem to make more money. You are a stupid, stupid individual. Shut your mouth. Bart Mixon like Marvel better than I DC. I know, but Bart, Bart, Bart's cool. James is it. <laughs> and so is, Ken, I think Ken Kirk's more of a Marvel man, too. And so is Bryce. You know but, DC forever. Hey, um, Bryce, Booster Gold, favorite. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. We're gonna do a super. He's, we're he's, gonna do on, a superhero. Let me, let me set off Chad right now. He's the guy that would have to stand on a step stool just to be worthy of kissing Blue Beetle's uh, butt. You're a dick. 
Next Who question. You for? Did you did you say? I was trying to think. I mean, part of me thinks about um, some of the people overseas that were doing really weird stuff. Um, but you know, I don't know. I really I, I can't name a certain studio because I think so much of it. Part of me would think uh, was Robert Evans. Where was he running? Paramount. That's what I was saying. Paramount in the seventies. That would have been an interesting place because he may it have been miserable. He may be insane. No, they all are. They're all. But it yeah. was. Uh, and the other side of it would be, I don't know if I'd like it, but it would have been interesting to see the old studio system. Yeah. Oh yeah. Where you just you had less control, but you made a movie over six months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and part of me would like that. I think because you would just keep cranking out product. Yeah. Now, a steady the, paycheck in it. Yeah. Sometimes the products are gonna suck. Yeah. All right, that's a, that's a good point. But I think it would have been Corman in the 60s, or late yeah. 60s, uh, probably 70s, um, and and New Line. Yeah. I think that would have been great to be New Line, right, as, as the house that Freddie built. Yeah, that's my two answers that would be it would have been New Line, but also Warner Brothers. Because yeah. they can't make a good comic book movie. And, and my dream project, though, I don't know if I have a dream project. Well, that's a different question. Okay, next question. Follow-up from Ken Kirk. Why does Joe hate the laughter of children? <laughs> I don't of my son. Just other oh, people's yes. children. Oh yeah, just wait. When you're trying to sleep at night so. and he's three years old and he's giggling <clears throat> insanely in his room and you can't figure out why. Oh, I don't hate the laughter of children. Actually, it's a misnomer. I really, I thought I loved children. I do like children, but it turns out I like the children of people I like. Yeah. 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 So I like the kids of my friends. And I haven't met, and Ken, I have not met your son, right? He has a son. Yes, yes. Right? I've not met your son. You're not Tiberius. around. James Tiberius. James Tiberius Kirk. I just wanted it to be. It's Ken, is it James? Did he name James? The middle name's Tiberius. Tiberius. The, the middle name Tiberius. is Tiberius. I just like calling him Tiberius because that's an awesome name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I would like to meet Tiberius sometime. The rest of the boneheads would as well. Yep, come back on the show. And bring Bryce too, I guess. <laughs> And Booster Kevin Gold. Kevin Iron Fist nonsense. Oh, God, Iron. What a stupid <laughs> character. Bryce, he said it. It is stupid. Ep- next I didn't question. even I, like I, these hold defenders because of that asshole. Hold on, I'm going to ask a question, though. Have you actually read any Iron Fist? Or are you basing no, it on top? just that guy. I'm no, basing seriously. it on that one dude playing him on the Marvel show. And Iron yeah. Fist actually is pretty cool in the comics. Well, they didn't get that into the TV no, box. It's not as cool as Booster Gold in the comics, but yeah. still. Next question. All right, our fifth question. Now, this was meant kind of snarky, but it's actually a good question. Why do we do this for free? <laughs> because nobody will we'll pay, pay us. What kind of question is that? Who who asked that? My brother. Oh, oh, that's a good question. That might have been from me only, but I'm going to give it to everybody. Why? Okay, you know, I will answer that. Well, this makes more sense doing it for free than the 1000 or 2000 we spent on Murder Virgin. Yeah. Yeah, and and the other part about this, and, and I, James and I have spent several hundred dollars submitting to film festivals on Murder Virgin. Yeah, several hundred. Yeah. By the dollars. way, and, and if you're interested in making short films, please go out and do it. It's great. It's fun. Just understand <clears throat> that it's a racket too. That when you submit, if you want to submit to Sundance, uh, or uh, Slam Dance, Slam Dance, <laughs> you get turned the, down by Slam Dance, which is a which is a whole thing unto itself now. Yeah. But all of these places, you have to pay a submission fee. Mm, so it's not free. even if you make a quote-unquote low-budget film, much like when you make a studio film, 
a ton of money goes into promotion. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's what you're doing. That's and, what Blumhouse spends all of its money on. They yeah. they make a movie for less than ten million, or usually a micro budget of one to two million, and spend thirty million to sell it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so, uh, by all means, make stuff. But yeah, so the the reason this came about as well is it's too expensive to do anything else. I mean, with with our jobs, with everything else, we're going to do another movie. short film. Yeah, eventually. I've got we've got two or three. I've got two or three ideas. I know James and Chad. I don't, well, actually, I don't know if Chad has any ideas, but, but I know James has a couple ideas. I know Haley wants to do something. But I think the other side of it too, though, is is we've now. And the way I've started to view it is we've started to do some stuff that I think is going to be relevant going on. I Not to say that we're not appreciated in our time, but in some ways I really do think we're capturing stuff that will be an oral history of what was. Hopefully. By, by That'd talking, be nice. By talking to people like Mick Strawn, Bart Mixon, mm-hmm. these people that, I mean, if you look around and saw all the posters and everything... They made this stuff, and we hear from the director. You can get a DVD on most of the stuff with the director's commentary. You can do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But to, I, to hear you're the not makeup gonna, artist talk. You're not going to hear the makeup artist unless it is a big-time production designer. Uh, I'm just trying to think of somebody. So, you're not going to hear from these folks. So getting the oral history, and one thing that I think the reason I will keep doing it, it as long as I can and will do so gladly is because this is a history that people are going to miss and and that's tragic i think that um you know we we get obsessed with certain films and we read tons of behind the scenes stuff and usually it's about the actor or this or that but we really have been fortunate in that we have captured pete von shawley a storyboard artist mark mixon uh you know and then um but then also been able to talk to authors and talk to Ken Bogle and do... So we're not limited. And that stops us from being... Or, I'm sorry, I can't say for you as an audience how you feel. Yeah. But I'm not bored. Yeah. Because it's not, oh, this week we're going to talk to the guy that designed a lamp. Every week. Well... Because we're the lamp podcast. I got We didn't have that intention either. That was not our intention. Right. We yeah. lucked into that. Yeah. And then we saw an opportunity and I think we were all... <clears throat> And we really need to thank Mick Strong. I know he gets brought up a lot. And, no, Mick, and, we and Scarefest and Amber and Kim and Brandon from Scarefest for helping with a lot of that. Our show wouldn't be what it is without Scarefest or Mick Strong. No, they wouldn't. Plain so simple. that's the truth, and we appreciate that. Uh, I actually, I can answer, I don't, and I want to hear Chad's opinion. I can tell you while I do it for free. That's really great. Chad, uh, James has a really good point. I do it because I get to hang out with my friends and do the same thing I do anyway, and now I can put it online. I would say the flip side of this, too, is our wives have talked about that. Because um, I, my, my wife doesn't watch the show, or if she does, she doesn't tell me. Because her comments are, I can hang out with you and listen to you all talk. <laughs> We're just hanging out. And it gets harder as we get older. Mm-hmm. So the show gives us a reason to kind of come together. I, what's your answer? about why we do the show for free for free i mean no believe so, me we would love to have a sponsor no we'd love to have a sponsor because we spent this costs money every week yeah and we're talking about i mean we're we're, we're you know if we get a few more viewers we'll, we'll maybe discuss doing a patreon account but i mean seriously the reason i do it is i like hanging out with these four three people in this room i almost said four i'm counting myself for some reason my multiple first oh, you're talking about the person joe keeps tied up in no the it was it was just in a she lets it down 
I've always wanted to do a podcast, and then uh, it was a, we we uh, all have separate lives, and it's hard for us to get together. So this is a reason for us to come together. I, I, I never I had a burden. I don't, I, I, never, I don't have a separate life. I've been actually living in your backyard watching. Like, you've always. I never had a burning desire. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, but I've enjoyed it more. I, well, I didn't really think, give it a lot of thought. I just thought, well, we ought to go ahead and do it. Okay. Okay. For Chad and James, they specifically ask for Chad and James. Okay. This is from. Let's see Don if Joe Santiago. could not talk without his head exploding. This is yeah, for who? Like, this is from Don Santiago. Oh lord. Oh. If you Hi, could Don. be any superhero in real life, what would your superhero name be, and what would your superhero speciality be? I want to be really cocky and quote a guy that I went to school with. That I, I can't pull it off. Okay. But I, I can't do it. So go ahead. You, you go no, first. no, you're going first because i got to come up with something. I mean, like any superhero, established superhero, I have an answer. But, oh, I mean, I have completely useless powers now. I can spot typos. I, can, <laughs> I get really angry when I do it. I, uh, I yelled in my office yesterday. Uh, because I spotted a typo that went out. Um, no, I mean, as far as, like, powers, I don't know. I don't want to fly. I'd like to teleport places quickly. That'd be cool. I'd like to do that. Is Joe having an episode? I think he wants to make a point about you always being late. <laughs> I mean... See, I mean, 20 years. <laughs> That's exactly the joke Joe was going to make. I mean... No, it's not. He's he's having. But see, if we go long enough and not let him talk, his I know, head will explode. Brain aneurysm. You, you ever see scanners? Yeah. <laughs> just just keep going. He's gonna explode any second. <laughs> that may be my power. Maybe I'll make Joe explode. We're gonna need a big mop, boys. <laughs> um, uh, no, I mean I, I think that'd be it. The ability to get from one place <laughs> to the other instantaneously. Uh, I was like Nightcrawler growing up. He's one of my favorites. So uh, teleportation would be cool. Because uh, um, I don't want to be bulletproof because I still don't want people shooting at me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, I don't want people shooting at me. I don't care if it's not going to hurt me. But if the chance that somebody shoots you occurs, holy crap, but it'll bounce can, right off. But if I tele- can teleport and be like, that guy has a gun, I'm going to Hawaii. Screw you all. But can you teleport at the, sp- at the speed of a bullet? Probably not. Oh, I don't know. Maybe that's my power now, Chad. Maybe as, soon as, as soon as somebody pulls that gun, you're going to freeze. <laughs> Oh, whatever. <laughs> I mean, uh, Joe's power is evidently suicide. No, Joe's power would be able to eat ten boxes of Twinkies without gaining a pound. <laughs> I don't know. It's the first jo- first food that came to my head. I don't think he likes Twinkies. I don't think he likes maybe. Twinkies either. He's more of a, a drowned man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's his superhero it's name. A drowned man. Quick, call drowned man. <laughs> I mean, so we're going to have to give him a while to get here. There, I answered, I answered, <laughs> I answered the question by giving Joe a superpower and a superpower name. Oh my God, he's filled with cream. <laughs> to the podcast listeners, Joe is trying not to say a word. Um, I don't know, my, no, tell, teleportation, I mean, as far as, as, uh, as far as names, Nowhere Man. What about that? You like yeah, that? Yeah, that's a good uh, one. He's a real Nowhere I'm Man. I'm pretty sure he exists. <laughs> Your mom exists. I don't know. I guess mine would be the power of flight and easy shopping, so I'd be Sky Mall Man. <laughs> there you go. Answered. Next. Every time I picked up your magazine, I'd wonder how many other people had touched it, and I'd sanitize my hands. No, I mean, you know, seriously, if you had to pick a comic book character that I actually genuinely like, 
whose powers that I could maybe adopt. Man, that's hard. But I really like... It's, a, it's an obscure one, but I really like the powers of the Creeper. He's he he's uh, he's able to jump. He has to jump from building to building. He's bulletproof. He has the ability to re to regenerate. But why he wants to be the creeper? What he really is is I a creep. He's a weirdo. <laughs> what the hell am I doing here? Oh my god! <laughs> I don't belong here. I say this many times a day. Next question. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome, Don. Shit, Joe right. actually talked. Yeah, I did at the end. Ruined it. Well, it gets to talk now because the next question is for Joe. Oh, yeah. good lord! And this is from Rachel Santiago. That this and adds she said, another. Go ahead and do your eye roll now. This is going to add another hour to the podcast. <laughs> and go ahead. It is our longest question. I'm going to have to pull this up to read it here. Oh, the Jimmy Christmas. <laughs> is it multiple choice? Because Joe, <laughs> I'm going with D. According to uh, according to state protocol, Joe gets extra time on time tests. For <laughs> <laughs> Joe. The Disability Resource Center said I could. <laughs> Being a skeptic and non-believer, what proof what? or type of proof would you need in order to change your mind? Is there something or anything you can think of, if shown to you, that would make you believe in ghosts? Oh, okay. Outside of you actually witnessing your own event, of course. Can you give us those things, whether scientific or otherwise, which would be, which you would deem as proof and believable by you once said evidence was shown or exhibited? I'm not the only skeptic here. There's another one, too. She only wants to know about you. I appreciate that. I, I'll admit it. I'm a skeptic. I don't believe in cats. <laughs> the, the musical? No, not believe in that. <laughs> uh, what's his name? I, I blanked on his name. Uh, for uh, some reason. Uh, uh, Lloyd Webber. Andrew Lloyd Webber Andrew is Lloyd. a national treasure. You know what came to my head? It, does, it doesn't even relate to cats. Dr. Zayas. I don't know what to say. Dr. Dr. Zayas. Zayas. Dr. Zayas. Zayas. Dr. Go Zayas. ahead, Joe. Sorry. Joe, we go ahead, Joe. Answer. No, it's funny. I didn't talk during yours. Yeah, that was your mistake, dumbass. <laughs> yeah. Guess who picked a bouquet of whoops-a-daisies? Uh, I'll, I'll try to answer as really quick as possible. Oh, I, You want me to give you a legitimate answer? I'll Go give you a legitimate answer. Go for it. I do not believe in ghosts. Now, Wes Forsyth and I got in a, got in a debate behind Brandon Griffith's home during a barbecue, and he was basically saying that his input was, I could tell you that I could do this, I could say this, but you're not going to believe any of it. And he didn't necessarily know that we were able to quantify or qualify what ghosts are now. And maybe in the future where they would be able to, that there's another sort of like another, what do you think, another dimension, another, another reality, Arguably, another world, not to, not to like a multiverse. In. But not to chime in, but it's the same argument for dark matter. Dark matter. We uh, hypothetically, There's more scientific proof but for no, dark but, matter. But hypothetically, dark matter exists. But if you need me to prove to you beyond the shadow of a doubt, oh, here's dark matter. Yeah, it makes up 70 or 80% of the galaxy. Yeah, yeah. so sorry, I was just giving it a scientific <laughs> So I'm into, I like science, I don't quite understand it. And we were talking about this earlier today, James and I were at lunch, and, and I made the comment, I was like, well, I love science, I think Neil deGrasse Tyson may be one of my heroes. However, it's all, it's, 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 it's all witch doctory to me, because I don't, I, can, I don't understand a lot of the math, and I don't get a lot of the concepts. And anytime you don't understand any of that, it's tough, and it might as well be supernatural to you if you don't understand how a plane works or a cell phone talks into the sky to another human being. If you first only ever saw this, let's say you're 200 years, you're from 1776, and you show up, this this would prove to you to be a witch. Does that make sense? So, And holy I, crap, everybody's got good teeth. Yeah. And they well, poop regularly. <laughs> I got a poop joke in. I, you know, the, a, a 
and not to, but kind of echoing off this, have you got a chance to watch The Devil and, and Father? And no, Lord I will. Yet? That's the freak. Have you got a chance to watch? Because you said echo off this. I was going to repeat everything you said. Echo. Oh, uh, but <laughs> the reason I say that is the point that you just made is made in there because not only does he film it, but then he takes that footage and he takes it to psychologists, doctor, medical doctors, and we're talking Harvard, Princeton, all these places. And what makes it really interesting is one of the final questions he asks them is, you know, do you believe in exorcism as a way to heal? And it's really interesting because a lot of a lot of the doctors say back to him going, well, if it works. If it works. If it's a mental well, condition, it's the same like thing as chicken works. noodle soup. Yeah, yeah. It's... That being said, to answer your question, could you prove that they exist? Could you show me if I had some sort of quantitative, some sort of data if i had an experience i've had people tell me that they've heard their passing of a loved one and they've got that on some sort of is it emv or whatever they do yeah, or whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that they have all that i believe them i believe that they hear that i don't know that it's true i think most things can be explained in a natural way of the world working yeah. however is it a possibility of course and uh, what's what's the line from hamlet there are more things in heaven and earth, earth than in your, your philosophy, yes, dear yeah. Horatio. Dear Horatio. And I'm going to chime in on this too because you know we watch. I've watched some because of, you're the other skeptic. Yeah, I am. <laughs> uh, you know, I watched the other, I watched some of those ghost reality shows, and they're like, "Oh, look, here's proof that there's it's a ridiculous. ghost." Ridiculous. And you know, knowing what we know, it's kind of like, for example, there was one where the guy was in was uh, in a bar that was supposed to be haunted. And the whole thing about the fact that there was ghosts there was a bag fell off a sign. It was a garbage bag taped to an exit sign. So obviously the heat from the light was causing the, the glue to come undone and the bag fell off. It wasn't well, ghost. It was freaking science. I will, I, I will ch chime in here as a person who is Even though that wasn't for them. I know, well, no. argument here, though, is I'm really fascinated by this. But, but I do think some of the ghost shows... We mentioned Scarefest, and they do have a lot of people. The, the guys that I'm really interested in, the people I'm really interested in, are the people who, who do want to, quote-unquote, trap it or try to study it. And so I'll yeah. use the Tennessee Wraith Chasers as an example of that. They, you know, they have some skeptics on there that just say, well, if it exists, let's see if we can contain it, if right. we can register it. That's really interesting to me. The ghost hunting show, I think Joe and I were watching one once, and it literally is my favorite example of what... It literally, the guy's carrying the equipment like this under his arm, and he pulls the, the, the heat sensor out from under his arm. You see him do it, and then he goes, look, it's getting colder. Well, buddy, you had it under your arm. You took it away from the heat source that is you. Yeah, it's going to get colder. And, you know, it was like, oh, we need to study this room more. And I was like, that is what makes anybody that really is trying to study it, that's trying to give that proof, have an impossible job because now when I think about it, I picture that guy instead of the people that are saying, well, let's see if we can record energy or record movement or something. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's my non-skeptic, but I guess I'm somewhere in the middle. I'm as I've really quick. I want to finish on this because I feel like I get a bad rap for this. And just to defend myself as a person who owes a lot to Scarefest, who's, who moderates most of their panels, I do not think people who believe in this are crazy. No. I don't think that they're insane. I think some of you all, like other people, like any other group, are somewhat unhinged. 
but that belongs to movie geeks. Oh my God, let me bitch about Star Wars people for half an hour. I don't think any of that. And I believe you when you tell me these stories. I believe them. I believe that they believe this. I am very skeptical in all parts of my life. It doesn't just end there. Is it a possibility that there are ghosts, that there, are, there that there's a multiverse, that there's some sort of energy? I suppose. Do I believe it? Is it likely? No. I will tell you where most of that exists. If for me, is in art on the silver screen, in television, in books, and those are the most amazing stories, and those are the genre stories, is, and those he, are the things. Is I he love. saying string theory is wrong? That there's not a multiverse? Did he just also? crap on science no i think he really i think what he said is he really loves ghost with patrick swayze oh cries every time he watches it like a little bitty baby and time who hasn't had his did i answer the question you answered the you question did. i think john carpenter said it best yeah. that those things exist on the screen however we'll talk about aliens someday next question okay our next question our next two questions are for james we are now in the trivia section ah oh, damn it we had two okay. people send in trivia questions for you specifically. do we know who they are yes proves nobody wants Don to talk <laughs> oh, good. Well, let's see how much I can disappoint them, because I disappoint a lot Thank of you both to Don and Rachel. You're big supporters of the show, and I know I rolled my eyes at you, Rachel, but thank you for always being supportive of the show. It means a lot to us. Okay, are you ready? Sure. All right. Malcolm McDowell, whose Dr. Soren killed Captain Kirk in Star Trek Generations, is the uncle of which Trek alum? That would be the guy that plays Dr. Bashir, who was originally El Fadil Sadig, and yeah. changed his name legally to Alexander Sadig. Uh, they share one movie together, which would be Doomsday, where Malcolm McDowell plays the crazy guy that runs the kingdom, and Alexander Sadig plays the president. And he would go on to do a little show that no one ever heard of called Game of Chairs. He's also the most recent race Al Ghul. Is he really? Yep. In cool. Gotham. So there you go. Yes. So, uh -huh. I am suck that big it, Santiago's. I am that big of a nerd. I knew that one. All right. And also for James. Which classic rock band's music was playing when Zephyr Cochrane broke the warp barrier? That would be Steppenwolf, yeah. Magic Carpet Ride. Yep. All right. That's it. With me, <laughs> Do you guys have a hard questions? Carpet. Because Zephyr Cochrane goes, wait, wait, we can't leave without it. And Rocker goes, what, what? Thinking it's a major mechanical issue you see there, Chad. And you see there, Normie, what he has to do. So they're going to cough the whole lot. But then Zephyr Cochran goes, well, I got it, got it. And he puts it in the futuristic CD player, which doesn't make sense anymore because it would be an MP3, you see. But it doesn't matter. Oh, my God, the... Star Trek didn't see that coming. They and got then, their personal uh, computer, it, but they didn't And then get they play Steppenwolf. Was... Uh, now, now, the scene before that, though, has um, Zephyr Cochran saying, ah, we can't pull this off, you see. And then Rocker, you see, there goes... Well, a great man once said, don't try to be a great man, just be a man and let history make the call. And Zephyr Cochran will say, that's crap, who says that? And then, then the rocker goes, you, you did. did, 10 years oh from now. God. Oh, it's a good time, Chad. Borg Queen was way better in Silent Hill than, than that. Next question. I like her both. Alex I do, Craig. too. I do, too. I just I was, wanted to. Oh, God, she's hot sleepwalkers. That's it for the trivia section. Nice job. <laughs> Uh -huh. The fact that you just some said, people wasted their time kissing it took girls. Took you a while to get to the oh, oh. she's hot and sleepwalkers. No, I was. You all are just talking. The fact that you just made that comment and the whole story is she's banging her son. Kind of creepy. By the way, but I just want to say. I know for the, that Brian Krause. Oh my God, I loved him and charmed. Anyway, I just want to say for the record, <laughs> this is what happens when some people are wasting their time kissing girls in high school, and I read trivia and watched TV. I did both. Not well. 
No, that's true. I couldn't see the TV. <laughs> that one kid wouldn't move his head. Why the hell am I tonguing this head of lettuce? <laughs> oh, oh Chad, called, Chad called it the saliva salad. <laughs> <laughs> then he broke up and went to cabbage. <laughs> cabbage was his rebound. That was his rebound vegetable. Don't ask what he made the coleslaw out of. Oh, next question. So the next question is not for anybody in particular, but I'm pretty sure it's for Chad. This is from Bryce O'Quay. Oh, <laughs> Booster Gold! If you had to choose between Booster Gold or George Clooney's Batman, which one would you want directing traffic in your neighborhood? <laughs> <laughs> Bryce, you are a genius. That's a good question. Yeah, Booster Gold, obviously, because that Batman's awful. <laughs> and there is a follow-up. Okay. If he says Booster Gold, ask him why. Why would I want Booster Gold directing traffic? He wants you to defend Booster Gold. Go. Because if some car goes off and all goes batshit crazy, it, he can just take his laser beams and shoot it I'll, across the Hold on, though. What if it's a car that's owned by one of his sponsors and he doesn't want to lose the sponsor? Well, then that car gets right through. <laughs> Duh. So you're perfectly fine with Toyota as long as they're sponsoring Booster Gold parking his car in the middle of your living room because it jumped the curb. Yeah. Why not? Because I was like, Booster Gold! Hey, Booster! And screw George Clooney. <laughs> Hey, Batman and Robin is better than Justice League. It is. It's a lot better. And but that's, that's not saying That's much. a sad state of affairs. Yeah, yeah. I stand behind Holy that. rusted as metal. As crappy as Batman and Robin is, I did not remember getting that bored. Yeah. You know, you know who... Did I kill the conversation? No, no. You know who can't direct traffic? Iron Fist. He's only got one hand. He's got two hands, Chad. But he's only got one hand that's worth a damn. The other hand is just, uh, how, just how, there. Do you need how glowing, does it do this? Do you need a glowing this, hand to do this? Yeah. I got nothing. I'm kind of... What's the hold, hold on. Hold What's, on. Iron Fist directing traffic. It's time for caution. Deep <laughs> loves. What's the okay. next question? Our next question is from another former guest of ours, Blake Best. Hey. Oh, hey, Blake. This is my favorite question anybody sent in, and he is the only person that took us up on the video. So I'm going to play the video of Blake. Hi, Boneheads. Congratulations Hi, on 50 episodes. So uh, before I get started, I want to let you know that my wife said that she wished she could run through the background of this video in a tick costume, yelling <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Unfortunately, that didn't happen. But uh, inevitably, someone is going to ask the question, where did you all meet? Uh, but I will not be that person. <laughs> I would like to know, as a group, what is your favorite memory of the show? And then individually, what is your favorite memory of the show? After one year? Take care, guys. You're the best boneheads I know. And uh, congratulations on uh, your 50th episode. Uh, oh, I, I want a follow-up question to his comment about his wife running around in a tick costume. Would it be an actual tick parasite insect costume or the, or the, or the blue tick? Yeah. Both of them will, oddly enough, make Chad break out in hives. Both of them, if it's his wife, will make my day. Uh, you think Blake's getting pissed right now watching this? Hey, I, Blake. Listen, so, you can't make any more people mad. We need the views. That's true. Best memory, Thank you, Blake, for the So, question. best memory of the show? As, as a group? As a group. I, it's hard for me to pin that. Well, it's been a year. I got a question. Did you think it'd last a year? No. I figured I'd get voted off the island by episode three. <laughs> Sincerely, did you think it last year you said no? No. 
I didn't really know, give it a I lot didn't of thought. I didn't know how long we would run. Like, I, I mean, I, we can always come up with stuff to talk about. It. As far as actually yeah. getting people to tune in, and some episodes don't have that. But I, I mean, I think the um, I don't, as a group, though, the question would be: uh, my fondest memory of the show is, is and I'm kissing ass is Mick Strawn because, like I said, that first interview we had with him. In that room. In that room. With Amber Truex outside making sure yeah. that no one came in. I mean, that's just the best memory ever because, yeah. you know, the fact that you all... I'd been on vacation and I hadn't been part of Scarefest. And that, that was year. our second interview that day. That was our second interview that day, but you said, uh, by the way, some uh, the production guy for Nightmare on Elm Street 3 and 4 uh, has agreed to interview us. And I just looked him up and he had done um, a million things that I had loved. Mantis, uh, you know goes on and on and on and and then just to sit down with him and him to give us all those stories it was like pure geek heaven for me and then it just because of that it spawned so many great stories so many great interviews that has just and we hit it off and we hit it off great yeah we're friends yeah well i hope he thinks we're friends yeah i hope he does yeah. too he didn't send a question for you he did no, well, it's because he's a bastard. I, just, <laughs> I hope but he no. chokes on his own tongue and slides on. But no, I'm that's sorry, my Mick. that's my fondest memory because it led to doing something that I never thought we would get the opportunity to opportunity to do, and hearing such like said from it Pete, didn't occur to me either. Some Pete Von Schally to Bart to uh, Michael Moore to Andre. Um, every interview has just been, and that's and Chris Alexander. I mean, yeah, we're Chris just... Alexander, and then I mean, every every episode um, that we interview somebody, it's an amazing. We get we get we've got one in the story. can they don't even know about yet. Yeah, one in the can that we don't know about, and um, well, they don't know about. You know, we know about it because we were there. But yeah, I mean, I'm not sure I remember it. And then you know the Ole Sassoon. I mean, oh, the, I, you know, I Mick, can't believe that was in a bigger episode. By the way, I know. But Mix, uh, but no, that's my fondest. Because it was fantastic. But that is my fondest memory is is interviewing Mick. What? That's fun. Oh, yeah. I didn't mean for it. You know, What's your favorite memory? I, I, it's really hard for me to pin one down, and it really is because I'm kind of like Chad. But at the same time, you know, I, I sit back and I think about. And I, I literally could go through and almost name something about almost every episode. I'm like, oh, that was funny, or that worked yeah. well. And, and what's popping in my mind, speaking about Mick, it also makes me think about the Boggles. Yeah. Um, because what I, I love about our show is, and it's one of the compliments that we did get, or we have gotten, is that we get stories that even people that know the people we're interviewing don't know. People, and I don't want to drop any more names, but we have had people call us up and yell at us who work in the industry and say, how the hell did you get that story out of them? Yeah, yeah. I've worked, right? Yeah. I've worked with them X amount of years and I didn't know that. But I, and, and I, the reason Ken Bogle comes to mind is that allegedly we have another Bogle episode coming up. We'll Halloween. talk about that later. Uh, it'll be our Halloween episode. Hopefully uh, Ken's still willing to do it. But I think about that in that I love the fact that and it's not one memory but like I said earlier we're not doing the same thing every time we can have Ken come on and talk about paranormal stuff and and whether you're a cynic or not doesn't matter because Ken Bogle is entertaining mm -hmm. and he's engaging and quite frankly I honestly believe in my heart of hearts Ken Bogle does help people mm -hmm. I believe that mm -hmm. and so he I helped I, me find my chi um 
he wanted to say cheeseburger. He just spelled uh, it out. Like, that's <laughs> what a chi is. Thank anyway, you for my chi chi. But why, anyway. why is two hands outstretched with your finger, with your middle finger? Because I don't know nothing about no chi. Uh, but anyway. I also um, don't know damn thing about sign language either. Is that McBride? Chi McBride? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, um. All of that being said, I yes. So, have you said if you given us an answer? I just talked think, for thirty minutes. Well, no. What I'm getting at my is my favorite memory was that time you weren't on the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite one too. Now that you mentioned it, it was nice and peaceful, sitting at home watching TV, thinking I don't have to go over there and deal with this crap. Uh, no, um, I, but the guests uh, and and not even the guests, the episodes that we do, I I can't. Did you give one us an answer? answer? I can't. I because I literally am sitting here thinking, oh. The Nick Cage story from uh, Chris, Chris Alexander is a great one, but also, I literally, like I said, Ken Bogle, every episode that he's on, I'm like, oh, that's cool, and we have that. And I don't know. I, I can't do it. I can't pick one moment. I wish I could. Or maybe I don't wish I did, could. I don't know. Yeah, I can't there, do it. Sorry. I've got another fond memory I don't know if we want to share. Go ahead. No, it doesn't. it's not even recorded. Well, it's recorded. Haley's holding on to it as hostage. But that whole... When we did a back-to-back of the uh, uh, Hidden Gems, and we had the whole dick fur thing. <laughs> What's where, a dick fur? Yeah. Where we're just sitting here, like, rolling on the floor laughing, and Haley's back there crying. She's laughing so hard. That's a, that that's one of the greatest memories I'll have of doing the show, is just that. Because it's, like, what, 11 p.m. at night? We're exhausted, and then all of a sudden, we, Joe says something about dick fur, and then we just go from there. So, anyway. <clears throat> If there's a ton of outtakes that maybe some of them there's a ton of, I would like to because that that, that part too just begins with James busting out laughing and me convulsing over to the side and screaming through the credits so much that it probably doesn't make a very very good it, episode because nobody knows what the hell we're laughing I, I'm about. entertained by it every time but and I, I, can you think of a favorite one I've it's seen? really tough honestly some of my best memories are when people talk to us as boneheads yeah does that make sense it doesn't necessarily need to be on the show. But when we're at cons or if we're on Scarefest Radio, a couple of those have been fun. I've enjoyed doing them. Yeah. And they're interviewing us. I actually like that. You would, and you know, because had... it, 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 it gives a little validation to hours and hours and hours of not only what we've done, but specifically the hundreds of hours that Haley's done. But, and then the show of that, too, is I agree with that because some of the questions <clears throat> that are never on the air. That people will ask us on the sidewalk, and I've had people that have known me for years with the Harlan Ellison before we did the Harlan Ellison episode. But when we said before, hey, we have a story, I had somebody that has known me for years that is a good friend of mine that said, I eventually have to get that story out of you. And I was like, oh, I guess I never did tell that story to that person. So, uh, favorite memory, one of them is real quick, I think I figured it out, is when someone says to somebody, when they do, they say bonehead. And, and I don't know that it's a specific memory. It's just happened a couple of times. And yeah. it just it puts a smile on You're one of the boneheads, heads, huh? Yeah. 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 Okay, next question. Okay. That guy's really serious. Damn. I really dig it. Serious. So the next sad. one's also kind of a serious question. Oh, hell. This is from my mom because she thought we needed more questions. Mm. And I love her. Hi, Haley's mom. Where would you like to see Bonehead go eventually? <clears throat> hell! <laughs> <laughs> Too late. It's there. Yeah. Hell! It's not, it took that express elevator. But Haley can stay in heaven because she's such an angel. No, that's not creepy at all. Why that's is creep- he not wait, the creepy one? Wait, one I can't second. do that. So you're gonna, so you're gonna kill her so she goes to heaven? That's a threat. You just threatened somebody on. <laughs> it's recorded. Lou Diamond Phillips is gonna find the seventh power and beat you. 
That's it really the, obscure. Oh man, that power? is. I thought it was the seventh. It, now it is the seventh power. It's the seventh power. Oh no, my the god. The seventh seal is the one with Demi Moore. Moore, yeah, yeah. The seventh and the villain in the seventh power has been in several Star Trek episodes. And he's in the Hills Have Eyes Part Two. So electric <laughs> boogaloo. Oh my god, I love when we talked about canon. That's another really good one. Anytime yeah. someone can tell us canon stories. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, That's a previous question. I don't question. even know what the question was. Where would we like to see Bonehead go? Uh, I think I would, she means, do you want to keep it as a podcast? Would you want to go on to be like a talk show? I would be fine keeping it as a podcast and just getting more and more great interviews. I, and with the occasional one of us doing an episode. I would like to do... If you have an answer, go ahead. I would like to literally see... I mean, Big Sky Dreams, Bonehead Incorporated, and we start, you know... We pull Henry Winkler. We start somehow getting into producing. I mean, because Henry Winkler did MacGyver. Yeah. People don't know that. Um, because he somebody told him if he wanted to keep his money coming in as he got older, he would need to start producing and doing And so that's what he did. Um, but I, I say that, I mean, I would love for us actually to be able to do some sketches. I would love to be able to do something like Monty Python has done and tour. I would like to do um, some live shows. I would like to do some stuff like that. I would, I, and I'm an introvert, so it's really hard for me to say that. No, I love, I love, but it, I wish we could do, I wish we could do some of the shows live. But I think, um, I mean, I would love to do some more short films. I would love to do some comedy films. I, I, I mean, I think he's saying a lot of different things. Yeah, but we, no, she just asked about Bonehead. But no, as I said uh, Bonehead Incorporated. I'd love I to agree. actually become a bigger entertainment. Enterprise. I would like to have a sponsor or be on something that where we actually got a and, and this isn't because I want to get rich, but I wish we got a little bit money because this actually costs us money. And I would like to be able to do the show live from time to time and pe and to actually have people pay. And I'm not talking about a, a lot of money, but to people pay to come <laughs> see us. It. Five bucks. Five, ten bucks and you come in and watch Bonehead be live and you'll be able to just shoot answers. Do Q&A, kind of what we're doing here. I'd love to do more q and I'd yeah. like to do that more. I wish we were able to do that with more cons. Yeah. That yeah. we had more. And I, I'd like for us to do more conventions. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Next question. Okay, we've got three Thank more you, questions. Haley's mom. Mm. All right, these next two are from me. If you could choose any guest, who would you want to interview for the show? Oh, damn. Well, it used to be Harlan Olsen, but he's dead, which <laughs> He just he took my dreams and went. You know what? I don't want to do your show. Well, so at least bad. you got to meet Harlan. Yeah. Um, and talk to him. Any guest? Um, I gotta think on that one for a second. Y'all got any answers? Yeah. I've got two. Who are they? Three actually, and they're directors. But I mean, I've I've been so in, enjoying talking to people who actually were in the 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 neck in the woods, like doing things uh -huh. that the directors didn't do. But I mean. I actually have to research and find those people, but man, um, and you know, speaking of people who work behind the scenes, like getting somebody who worked on behind the scenes, cause I've tried a couple and it didn't work out, but like who framed Roger Rabbit or Ed Wood, two of my favorite movies of all time. I would love to hear somebody talk about the behind the scenes of those movies. Cause I'm sure there's knowing what was done with those films. There's an amazing story there that we can't, that I would love to get that people haven't heard. Mm -hmm. Um, but if I had to choose like big names, you know, my top three, John Landis, Robert Zemeckis, Tim Burton. I would love to have Robert Zemeckis and John Landis on the show. Yeah, those are my those are my top two, Landis and Zemeckis. I don't know that Tim Burton would be a great interview. I don't think he would either, but 
the man's made so many of my favorite movies from my childhood yeah. and beyond. But even though a lot of his, never mind, I say anything else. But yeah, so yeah, those are my top three. You know, I was sitting here thinking, and I was trying to think about because I'm. If you don't know, I'll answer. You go ahead, because I, I, mine's going to take a second. Sam I'm... Raimi and Burt Reynolds. <laughs> I just think, um, I finished reading Burt Reynolds' autobiography a while back, and I thought it he's 80-something now, and I would love to have him on the show. I wish we could travel to Jupiter, Florida and interview him. Yeah. And I've thought about how we would be able to do that. It's not traveling. I would make that happen. I think all three of us would oh, yeah. do a road trip down there to and do that. Bailey. Four of us. I'm sorry, I wasn't. But I meant we would all go do that uh, if just getting access. Because I know he doesn't dislike fans. And Sam Raimi doesn't do a lot of that stuff. No. So I would... I, we've I heard some great I... stories about Sam yeah. tertiary. I'd I like to get Sam, some stories from him. You know, you know, I keep forgetting Sam Raimi. Okay, I'll replace Burton with Sam Raimi. Because I think Sam Raimi would have a lot more interviews. A lot of great uh, stories to tell. Yeah, if you could get it out of him. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I know he drinks uh, Maker's Mark. I would buy him a half gallon of Maker's Mark and say, yeah. here take a few and let's let's, let's get, get into going. this yeah, yeah absolutely all right james um you know i always i always want more authors so i mean i think george r, r. martin would be interesting yeah. Stephen King um, would be good too. because he did a lot of stuff so george r. r martin but you know the other ones that i would think i would love just because he's obviously directed but also his work as a puppeteer frank oz I would yeah, Frank Oz would be oh, great Frank Oz would be fantastic because yeah. i mean you're going to get everything from dirty rotten scoundrels to puppeting yoda I mean, you're going to get every, all of that. Um, I asked Ian McDermott when I got to moderate his panel. I, I didn't ask about Star Wars. The audience took care of that. I was like, talk about Dirty Rod Scoundrels. Yeah. Uh, Frank Oz, um, John Aston. Oh, um, damn it. He gets that's us. a good one. John Aston, if you're not familiar with John Aston. John Reese Davies. He, John, John Reese Davies would be great oh. because he's done everything. Um uh, I mean, sliders. What more could you ask? We should for? really try to uh, John, uh, <laughs> John should make Aston. That that's a good one, too, Chad. But actually, the, uh, the John Aston, if you're not familiar with John Aston, he did with Gomez, Gomez on The Adam Family, the 60s television show. He's voiced him multiple times since then. He did a one man Poe show for a while, and he's also a professor of theater at John Hopkins. So and he was Harry's involved. dad in Night Court. The other, the, which the, is really good episode. If he showed up as Harry Dad, you knew it was going to be a good episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, it's like Bewitched. If Uncle Arthur was on, yeah, yeah, the, uh, yeah. yeah. The, the other one though that I would, but add, I'm all better now. The, the other Holy one. Holy shit! Does anybody got got the box? In no, it? I, <laughs> I need to get it. I saw it the other day actually. Okay. The other one. Are you okay? Cool. The other one that I would say, and it it. Just because I'd love to know the story, some behind-the-scenes stuff, and just the, the length of her career. I mean, Betty White. Oh, that'd be cool. Betty White, just for... I and, and, and Chad had one, too. That Who is it? Tim Curry. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. It may take a little longer for the interview now. Yeah. It's and worth it. Tim Curry and John Glover. Oh, John, John Glover. Glover would be good. Paul Verhoeven. Damn it! And there's another one, Joe Dante. Joe how Dante. About, how about Joe Dante does a lot of interviews. That's the only thing about John Landis and Joe Dante. They won't do our show. Yeah, yeah. They've they Joe Dante just actually ignored me. God bless him. Yeah, yeah. How about Jurgen Park now? Oh, that'd be great. All right. Yeah. Not next question. I want to ask Haley. You oh, I've covered most of the ones I would say. John Glover, Tim Curry, and Stephen King. Stephen King. And then another one of my favorite writers, but I don't know that you would have heard of her. So who? Mal McDermott. James. You see, now you've got me thinking of authors because I was like V.E. Schwab oh, I looked okay. up on the show. 
Um, Let's keep going. Next question. Next question. Anyway, someone look Val McDermott up. It's worth it. All right, so I know we said at the beginning we have 14 questions, so technically we're up to 14, but I'm going to throw them one more. Okay. Because this is something we ask everybody that we interview, and you don't have to answer this, but we want to know kind of who the worst director you've ever worked with was. Director or... or... I haven't worked with any director other than uh, Joe, I mean, so Joe... Yeah, and I'm not saying... I'm not saying <laughs> that also makes things. me the best. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Does it? <laughs> One time I was walking in front of traffic in this guy's house. So so Haley's the best director (laughs) or the... Are you making it as a joke or are you being serious? Yeah, it's really for them. Oh, sorry. I thought you were being serious. All right, go ahead. No. Director you worked with? No, you were just asking a specific director, so the joke was on me. I thought you were asking, like, celebrities. Um, Oh, if you want to talk about celebrities, yeah. Oh, I don't... There's there's two. Do you want to talk about them? Tom Savini's a dick. Um, which breaks my heart because I'm a huge Tom Savini fan. Michael Bean is about as antisocial as they come. I don't know why he shows up to these things other than to cash a check. Yeah. Who else? That one movie he did is awful. Oh, where is it? he directed and it's his wife? It's gone yeah, awful. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what's what's the guy that the 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 other guy and 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 Joe may feel differently, but we went and saw his panel and he intentionally said. Who hear like the spirit, and you and I raised Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I know exactly who it is. It's Howard Berger. Yeah. Was it Howard Berger? No, it's Robert Kurtzman. Yeah, it's Kurtzman. Robert Kurtzman. Kurtzman, it's a KMB. Yeah, yeah. Kurtzman, Nicotero, Berger. Yeah, because both me and James liked But Robert Kurtzman's a really nice guy. No, he was, and he was he was being honest with me. And he, goes, he had a hard time, because there's only eight people in that room, yeah, remember? Yeah. He walked, and he's like... <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, he, no. he said, who in this movie, you know, does anybody here actually like the spirit? And me and James both like the spirit, yeah. even though, you know, it got panned. Well, we enjoy it. And well, we raise our hands. Say, and the problem with the spirit is, if you go to the spirit expecting it to be a modern yeah. superhero film, it's not. It never was meant to be. So. What happened when you raised your hands? He, 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 he just said, he said, oh. That's a piece of crap. Yeah, he goes, yeah, oh, that's a piece much. of crap. Uh, the only other is Doyle... Uh, from Misfits. That's the worst person I've ever had to moderate. But but he had a but, reason. But I don't... He's a nice... He was very nice to the kid who talked to him. Yeah. Um, I he, he was a very nice guy. He just has issues. So I don't know why he does these things. <laughs> Money. Well, I guess the, I get it, but do you know? You yeah. have to admit, also, there are yeah, other I mean, people who could use money who also have those who don't do those things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, and he I, plays gigs weekly. <laughs> I imagine that's the reason why he does it always in makeup and stuff. Is it because he's yawning? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. It slipped okay. out of me. Um, Who's the worst one for you all? I, I mean, you you want to be. I mean, that's the reason I stopped doing panels. Was the the guy from Christine? Oh, uh, it was what was his name? I forgot. The guy that was also in Ghostbusters. I, no, no, no. That guy was okay. But it was the other guy. Because, I mean, I came in, like, I actually did research. I got all my questions. I actually listened to the commentaries on the movie. You know, I did it a hundred things. And then I get in there, and he goes, okay. And then I don't, he's like, I don't want any. He came in with all these demands. I don't want questions from the audience. I don't want you to ask me this. And I said, well, can I ask? He was in, he was in a Mel Brooks movie. And I said, can I ask about the Mel Brooks movie? He goes, oh, absolutely. I got some. And then I asked the Mel Brooks question. And he goes, yeah, I really didn't have a lot to talk about about that one. Yeah, and it was it was it was my first panel that I was actually ever excited about doing, and I was nervous as a and my hands were shaking because I I don't do good in front of an audience. You don't do well. I don't do well in front. <laughs> of-
Sorry, keep going. Ass. Actually, no, he doesn't do good either. He violates yeah, yeah. He's a criminal in front of people. So, he's yeah, a smooth criminal. It was just like everything that could possibly go wrong did. And I'm like, okay, I'm not doing this again. And I know that's that's a defeatist attitude, but I was like, I have more enjoyment being in the panels with you and working on with you than actually being and running around with Matthew Lillard. Flip, yeah, yeah. Flipping that real quick. Most of the people are really good, by the way. They're yeah, just yeah. like normal people and they're very kind and they get along or they're just there to do their thing. Flipping that. Out of everybody that you've met, if you could go back and have 10 minutes, nobody interrupting you, and to have a conversation with somebody, who would you pick? Oh, I know that one, hands down. I know. Who's yours? William Forsythe. Okay. I, you know, I, the more I think about it, and I've met some amazing people. Are you asking if, the ones I've met or the ones I've done panels for? ones that you've met. Oh, I'm, that I'm, opens it up quite a bit. Because I, I was stepping back and I was like, God, I, I mean, I got to meet Romero. I got to meet, and I love all these people. So if I don't name you and you're watching this, please subscribe. Uh, <laughs> send it to your other famous friends. Uh, but I, I was sitting there and I, I was going back and I was thinking I would love to have another conversation with Bernie Ronson. I would have liked that. Too. Yeah. Bernie Ronson was just, he cared about his fans. He talked to him. He's passed away now. But he was so engaged. As far as people I've met, I'd like to spend more time with John Carpenter. As far as people I've moderated for, the easy one is to say Romero. But I had such a great, it's really the best one I've ever done. Yep. And I had such a good time. Another 10 or 15 minutes would have just been more gravy. Honestly, I would have liked to because I didn't know I was going to be doing it. I didn't particularly fanboy out like everybody else was in the room about this person. And so it was a good thing that I probably moderated her panel, but I I did not know she would be that interesting would be Karen Gillan. I'd like to spend more time with Karen Gillan. I don't want to ask her Doctor Who or talking I want to talk about her interest in film. She was just she was an actual student of of film. Yeah. And I didn't know that about the lady before I, I yeah. did her panel and it kinda of slipped out when we had just a kind of a back and forth. So I'd like and to And he really loves Jumanji. I never saw it. My kids love it. I've seen it four thousand times. It's actually not you, bad. The Welcome to the Jungle? Yeah. I've not seen it. I'm sure it's fine. I, I'm just, the lady was very nice and very polite and was funny. And I had no expectations because I didn't know I wasn't doing it until 15 minutes before. If I looked her up, I might have been a little bit more. But I knew her from Oculus. Yeah. Yeah. And Guardians of the Galaxy. I, you know, I, I didn't know anything about who. So the, the crowd was just crazy for her. Yeah. So. Huh. All right, time for our final question. Oh, wow. And I'm pretty sure this is something everybody wanted to ask, and they just assumed everybody else would ask. It's that big a question. What happened to Spot? Oh, f***. Oh. So, the background on this... Who asked... It? First off, who asked oh, that? my dad. But we were uh, all thinking it. The background on this... But that's his this. favorite character, and he won't watch anymore because Spot's not here. The background on this <laughs> is that Spot was viciously betrayed by two friends who played him false. Played him! False. Do you want to talk about why he was on the show to begin with? First of all, that's the childhood toy of mine when I was a the child. That's redundant. <laughs> it's a beloved childhood toy of mine that we would take out every once in a while. And Chad does a great voice with it. That's where he goes Rrr! at the end of the show. It used to crack us up, and he kind of did it sideways, and it would we get have a good time, maybe a libation or two. Yeah. And Spot would come out. And then James, for some odd reason... I was wondering, who hadn't... Go ahead. We hit it. Shit. We hit it. You and I hit it for the longest time. For the listeners, the damn puppet is now in my ear. Puppet. So, puppet. The dead puppet. Anyway, go on with your damn story. Am I right? 
Yes. And then he just started wearing it on his hand. And then he started commenting a spot on Twitter. I'm sorry. Tw- spot started commenting on Twitter. And he still does. I... I- I think realistically, and, and, and I, I think it'd have been cool if we'd have done more with it. It well, just doesn't make we, any sense being on We thought on about, especially because it's a damn podcast. I know we have a video person, but it's a video version, but it's a podcast, and you're wearing a puppet. I don't actually see it just as a podcast. That's a whole other argument we could get I'm into. I'm aware. Oh my god! Right in my the, the whiskers um, are going in my ear hole. And plus, and Chad's turning, the one gets the most. driving you wild. You get the most beat up by it. I'm aware. Um, no, I. So Spot. Uh, Welcome back, Spot. Um, but anyway, so Spot was. I started doing Spot because I am an introvert and it gives me something to do, oh, okay. and I can do some stuff like that. The other thing about Spot, though, we did talk about building him in more. At one point, we thought about doing a closing, like a Spot thought at the end of the episode. And having him say something sarcastic. Um, We've had lots of ideas. Plus, yeah, well, I was going to say, but the other thing was, the other reason I liked having Spot around was it did separate us from being just three guys talking on a couch. Um, and being able to have Spot uh, aggravate Chad was great for me. It gave me something to do. Um, but no, I think uh, Spot just, uh, I just like Spot. He, he gives me, you know, welcome back, Spot. They'll hide you again. They'll bury you once more. I will kill you. I have so many questions. I have questions now. Uh, Okay. Shoot. No, they're serious ones. But I don't know that we should get into them. Really quick, what do you think the thing that we've done that we should be criticized the most about? That we should have done better? Hiding spots. Haley? Jerk face. Probably we should have broken up the Stephen King episodes. And not done them all together. Okay. That's a good one. Or just did one. <laughs> or just well, we did tried one. to do one, and we realized about 20 minutes in that we weren't going to get it done. Yeah. Before, so. And we still never got them all done. I'm looking forward to part five, but I'm the only one. I'll do it eventually before we run out. Oh, my God. Is that going to be episode Rock. 99? Watch it. It's, it's on Hulu. I don't have Hulu. Yeah. What about you? The what? In terms of what? What do you think we've not done as well that we should have done better? What's your, what's our, what's your big criticism after 50 episodes? I mean, that's going to be... I'm just going to... That's me beating myself up is that I don't think I do a good enough job on some of the... Uh, well, we all know that, but what's yeah, the other criticism? That's it. No joke. <laughs> um, I think if we're going to do pop culture, we really... I mean, I think that can be a critique that we do have. We do a lot of movie, uh, a lot of stuff. Um, I know I'm biased. But those are usually more popular than when we stray out. Well, I was going to say, but I think the other part is, um, you know, looking at, at um, authors and stuff like that. I think that's important. I think we can be a voice for that. I think that the other part that we can do is, I mean, we talk about pop culture, and I agree. At some point, we have to have people watch it. So those of you that submitted questions, or if you're finding this later on and what's this all about, if you have something you want us to do... And that, I guess, is the biggest critique that I have. And it's not something that we can necessarily fix. Right. But we need the audience involved. Uh, and so I, I wish we could find a way to do that. I wish, you know, if, if we have somebody that, you know, hey, you really should look at this author. Or, you know, we've done books that we love. This TV series, this movie, this thing, this thing. We will and listen a, to all of that. And have a whole episode de- dedicated to Booster Gold. Yeah. Just um, a whole hour long discussion. And, and the other thing is, we've been challenged to um, 
do an episode about Harry Potter, and I am all for that. I actually can do a lot of it, but... But we still never got... It was like... And once again, it's the people who... And I bless you for being supporters. It was like, oh, we'll have those 100 viewers. We'll have those 100 subscriptions by the end of the week. Nope. No. They've not moved it one bit. Now, well, it goes up, and then two days later, people leave. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's the other side of it. It's just like my dad. Two days Basically. later, he's gone. The only criticism <laughs> I think that's legitimate... Is uh, I th- but I think we've tried to fix it, but we've not had a lot of success, and I don't. So people don't give us credit for trying because they don't see behind the scenes of more female guests and more females on the show. And we have uh, I, that's well, been a critique that I agree with. However, it's been hard to fix. A little bit of a background on that, and without saying anything that we've done, one of the things that we encounter more often than I thought we ever would is I have reached out to people, multiple people now, Chad has. There are a lot of people that you might like us to interview. Maybe you even know some, but when we contact them, what sometimes comes up is we don't have a huge amount of subscribers and people want to know, oh, they have, if we had 1,500 subscribers, it's, oh, my message will meet 1,500 people. They're there or a thousand or whatever. The other side of that though is... We also get a lot of responses, and it, to be honest, for me, it's been the women that I've tried to contact. I don't talk about that stuff anymore. Nobody cares about that stuff anymore. I will, without getting into details, because I, I'm hoping we can work something out, but I have contacted people. Uh, one female guest I would have killed to have on the show, and she is still very active. But she goes, well, I don't want to talk about any of the old stuff, because people just don't care. And, I, and she worked on some amazing films in the 80s and early 90s. And it's really hard to explain that to them, too, that people do care. I think once we get on, get we've, we've succeeded one or two who weren't crazy about it. And once they get talking, they have a great time mm-hmm. walking yeah. down memory lane with us. But that's it. So if you know somebody or you're following somebody on Twitter and maybe they did something that you loved in the 80s or 90s, why don't you send them our video, one of our episodes that you love, and say, hey, these guys talked to that. Would you like to talk to them? Yeah. Be an ambassador for us because, quite frankly, we don't know everybody. We wish we did. We're not studio insiders. Well, Chad is, but that's because he has keys. Yeah. Sweeps up the floor. Is that it? Is that our last question? All right. So, on that, we shall end the 50th episode. Here's to 50 more episodes, Chad. I I, appreciate you guys watching and listening. Please share us. If you're listening right now, Spot is going I'm over chest. Snake. I liked your father until about five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Send us questions when you have them. Send us suggestions. Share us on your social media. That's how we're going to reach more and more people. That's how we're going to get more and more better guests. Actually, we've had great guests. That's how we're going to get more good guests. Yeah, continue to get the amazing yeah, guests that we're continuing that we're to doing make. because actually I think we've done a really good job with that. Quality people. Yeah. Thank you for the 50th episode. Thank you. And I'm with James. Hopefully we'll do two, three more of these and I'm done. I mean, yeah, no. Yeah, fun, fun hashtag spots We got four. We got two in the can. Bye. Bye. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> Spending all that money to do all that. Yeah, we're done. It's been a good run. It's been a good run. All right, thank you. Bonehead out. For the promo?
just say we're answering your questions this week, something along that line. Okay. Whenever you are ready. And <coughs> and <coughs> three, two, <coughs> we be moving. Tune in to our 50th episode where you've asked questions and we answer them dishonestly. And poorly. Now, in all honesty, you didn't all ask questions. Which makes you suck. I but mean, if you're you subscribing, I still like you. You could have, but a lot of you didn't. So now, when you watch the show and be like, then he answers a question I wouldn't know. That's on you. Why are you coming at me? Coming to my house. And we're going to end this promo with stating about how amazing Booster Gold is. No, we're not. No, we're not. Yes, we are. No, we're not. Booster no. Gold is phenomenal. No. He is a time master. No, Tune he's a into time it. bandit. He's going to meet Sean Connery. He's no Terry G. Tune in. He's this the week. best inhabitant of Vanishing Point ever. Tune in this week to watch 50 episodes. Your mother. <laughs> it's 50 Shades of Questions on this special episode of Blossom. <laughs> on a, oh, my God. On a very special bonehead. Uh, Will somebody ask Joe why he always wears that shirt? They didn't. I swear to God, I thought they were going to ask that, and they totally didn't. They screwed up. Mm. Answer is his only shirt. Yeah. I don't have he's, any money. He's poor. Ask Poe. All his life been Poe, but it don't matter no more. That's right, Joe. Joe sleeps with his cousins and gets drunk in gutters. Poe. Edgar Allan Poe. Died in a ditch. <laughs> Your mother. Tune in. 50th episode. Lies, lies, and more lies. <laughs> the lies of Loch Lamore. How many No sex and videotapes. <laughs> We're the prequel. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have James Spader tune in. 